welcome back to the Access Code Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the fly pot himself, Cody. On today's episode, I got an exclusive interview with my man, Big J Rizzle, so stay tuned for this bonus episode. this episode everybody what up to my fellow access code podcast listener and uh, of course i welcome in any new listener that's listening to my podcast for the first time and so yeah we're gonna get into it like this um me doing this podcast everybody i like that um i can discover new podcasts along the way whether if it's somebody that just follows or just like, hey, you know, if you want to check out the show. I know I talked about the fake love situation, but it's some people that, you know, you can get that genuine love from. Somebody that definitely like, you know, will, you know, hey, listen to my show because I enjoy yours, but on some real shit. And also with that being said, me being someone who enjoys music, especially hip hop, I wanted to be able to discover new artists. And I love doing that every year. But it also means more to me. And it hits a little different when, you know. When people actually understand the, the assignment and for an artist to reach out to me, be like, hey, you know, I, you know, I would love to be on your show. And with that being said, if I reach back out to you because I'm going to listen to your music first, if I think it's good and you definitely want to partake into not only just either giving me a two for Tuesdays or basically just want to be on the show for an interview, you know, I'm going to do what it takes. And I like to break bread with some people. With that being said, I got to give a special thanks to Big J Rizzle for having him on my show and and be able to just kind of like learn a little bit more about him. And then also, you know, be able to, you know, have a new listener to for his music and everything like that. I've already mentioned I know I mentioned this on my podcast. I love Houston music. I do. And for a Houston artist to reach out to me and I'm like, yo, let's do it. So you guys are going to hear uh, you know, uh, uh, we just happen to just chop it up, you know, and I'm going to go ahead and play some of his more, uh, more of his music at the end of the pod. Now, of course, today is not Tuesday, but I'll let you guys know what I'm going to call it this week. I may put it in the description, but at the same time, I say it again and everything like that. So let's go and get into it, y'all. The exclusive interview, the conversation I had with Big J Rizzle. Check it out. Access code people. I have with me, B. 
Big J Rizzle. What is going on out there? What's the word? What's the word, baby? All right. So before I get started with any type of questions, yeah, yeah. wanted to elaborate on something. Uh, wanted to mm. talk with you some football. Um, so you reached out to me on Twitter about the OU yeah. in Texas going to the SEC. So it, 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 first of all, I appreciate that, the fact that you, you had listened. And so, and, and I didn't think it would be anything bad of it. I, I thought it was great because I was like, I need somebody to say like, hey, am I wrong? Am I right? What's going on? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to see, to dive in a little bit more about um, about your your take on OU and Texas going to the SEC. Man, I think it's beneficial for all parties involved. Mm-hmm. I do think that um, the SEC can benefit from being in that, the Texas market. Yeah. I mean, they already got in it with A&M, but mm-hmm. UT a different beast, man. Like, yeah. I mean, you got Red McCombs still giving them people $60, $70 million a year. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's really what it's all about. They're a university with their own network. Okay. And okay. then uh, football-wise, Oklahoma will probably – I think they would have better success. Mm. You know, and um, they match up well against all of the SEC schools. Because to me, you're really only competing with Alabama, Florida, Georgia, LSU. Right. Right, for, for talent. And the way that the teams are built are to be good in their conferences. Mm-hmm. So Oklahoma is built to be good against teams that are going to throw the ball 60 times a right. game. But they also got – they can recruit the people to be able to stop the run in the SEC but still had the same offensive talent. So I think it add a little more competition mm-hmm. to the SEC. I mean, I know it, it's, it's the best conference if we're looking, yeah. you know, mid, mid-teams to mid-teams, right? Mm-hmm. But um, the, I think the Big Ten is the most competitive because you got four to six teams that could possibly win the conference from Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio State, um, Northwestern turns it on, you know, every now yeah. and again. Yeah. But, you know, you never really know who's going to win that conference. But um, I just think um, OU and UT will do well, especially with the SEC name. Mm-hmm. That changes the recruiting. Because look at a and I agree. Two years, man, and they 8-1 and one in, a, in a conference. Yeah, so, they turned it up, though. Um, I feel like that was the – excuse me, the marriage that was needing to happen for them yeah. and everything. Um, cause you know, when, when, when you had said that and I had listened back to it, I may, have, and I felt like I forgot to like, really like say something about, it. I forgot what it was. Cause it's been a minute since I listened back to that. Um, yeah. one, I will say uh, recruiting for sure. Yeah. Um, and it may, and it, 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 so part of that was like, man, you know, if they gone, I don't, you know, it's like, it's a different feeling. Cause if they leave the SEC and I'm still living in Oklahoma. Probably if they win the whole thing, I may not even be tripping because I'm like, well, you know, it's not the same conference. I got to hear all that, you know, whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we'll see what happens with that. So, yeah, well, you know, I, like I said, I appreciate the fact that you even just listen to that part because I was like, look, sometimes I may say something that could come up wrong. Somebody tell me, you know, yeah, but yeah. It, you didn't come up disrespectful and then. So I, I appreciate that. No, nah, so, for sure, man. It, it's all our opinion anyway. So, yeah, you know. yeah. It's just everybody has a different opinion. We can't all have the same. So, yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. So, getting into it, for, for people that don't know you, who is Big J Rizzle? Man, Big J Rizzle is an artist, man. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's, a, he's a man that loves nice things 
in life, you know, not necessarily expensive. Some of the nice things I like may come out expensive, but right. you know, I'm not really about money, man. I'm about enjoying moments, yeah. you know, and, and having experiences. Yeah. And so um, like I make music, I cook, I enjoy listening to different types of music. I enjoy right. other people's art. Yeah. You know, and so and I'm just expressive. Yeah. And um I think I show that in my music. I show mm-hmm. that in everything I do. So Okay, okay. Yeah, man. Now, now for me because, you know, I I I love Houston music. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a different experience from cuz I'm just a state over, but at the same time, yeah. Uh I don't know more of the ins and outs outside of the music. So, can you uh tell me more about the Third Ward in Houston? Oh, yeah, man. So, Third Ward especially now has become kind of like the Harlem of Houston. It's, it's the place for where, the, where black people thrive and black people enjoying themselves. And, you know, it's a rough neighborhood, man, growing up there. Right. You know, it, it wasn't always, you know, what it is today. You know, you had smoke with people. You know, it's, it's still street and it's still mm-hmm. some aspects of that. Yeah. But I've watched it evolve with, you know, a little gentrification here and there. Yeah. But, you know, just the people just, we're owning businesses now in the hood, you know, like people I grew up with, you know, buying the old burger stand and revamping the burger uh, spots around the neighborhood so people can have something to eat. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it taught me a lot, not only about just like hustling, but persevering and really sticking to shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like family and loyalty, that means everything, you know, okay. so. I like that. So uh, when did you get started with your music? I got started young. Um, me and my friends, we had a deal as kids, like 12, 13 years old. And we've been doing music since then. And I went to college. I played football, too. Nice. And so went to Sam Houston State, did that for a couple of years, and then finally got back to the music. Um, once I got out of the current, the prior deal that I had, it kind of put a sour taste in my mouth. So I took a break. But me and one of my uh, one of my frat brothers, we started House of Raps, and then we just been grinding at it since like 2016. Okay, okay, and I, and I actually had that in there, so I'm gonna just go ahead and ask that question now. So you and your partner being the founder of House of Raps, can you tell me a little bit more about House of Raps? So House of Raps is a collective, okay. right? We didn't want to be in a group; we weren't trying to be the next Naughty by Nature, nothing mm-hmm. like that. We just wanted to pool our resources and help each other out and help other artists out, Okay, you know? And so like, it ain't just us, you know, we got friends and stuff that do music that we try to bring in and we all pull together. So it's just a collective of creatives. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Not just rappers, singers, people who want to paint, dancers, you know, all that. Okay. And I like, I like that. Cause I remember uh, I had the kind of tried a little bit, research on that but i do appreciate that as well Mm -hmm. um did you have any influences growing up uh yeah man um a couple neighborhood people okay you know i'm saying that that grew up with me and kind of helped sharpen me my brother um rap influences ugk of course a lot of big pokey uh big pokey was my favorite rapper out of the suc okay big mo of course you know what I'm saying? I couldn't sing like him, but I still jammed it. You know what I'm saying? Poker right. was kind of more on my level. Get on there and just rap. Right. But, um, just the SUC period, man, that the harmonies and 
the way that they use samples and mm-hmm. put songs together, man, and it was raw. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it wasn't just the music. You could feel the culture in the music. Yeah. And because I like I said, I, I, I do enjoy listening to, you know, Houston based, you know, hip hop and everything, especially like UGK. But like, mm-hmm. I think I dove more into that uh, to like SUC and everyone, you know, down there. I think when the rise of like, I feel like 2005 was like y'all year. Like if I used yeah, yeah. to with, yeah. with Trill and Paul Wall mm-hmm. with uh, the People's Champ album and Mike Jones with his and then Slump. Like all, everybody was just coming up. And I think that's where, for me, I really started to get into it and everything. And I'm using terms like boppers and swangers and knowing the fact that <laughs> here in Oklahoma, but it was, but yeah. it was how it is. So I, I like that. I like that. Um. Let me ask you this: Do you uh do you have a wild studio or tour story as you've been doing your music? Oh man! So me and my partner, we've been we put on shows. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we started doing our own shows because we were tired of the whole pay to play type deal. Oh okay, okay. And so um man, we did a show at South by Southwest. We went out, scouted a little spot. It was like an outdoor venue mm-hmm. that this Jamaican dude on. And so he was like, yeah, we'll let you get it. So we get out there. It's the day of the show. The DJ stuck in traffic. Like, great. He hadn't been to South by Southwest before. And so he was coming from Dallas into Austin on the day of. Oh. And you know how that traffic is. Yeah, that distance. And yeah. yeah, yeah, man. And so he running late. And so um, we had to get the show going. We, uh-huh. It was a venue that we were going to purchase. But like, uh, think as a game purchased it, like okay. Rich Homie Quan and all of them. But we got real cool with the owners and some of the DJs that was working it. Mm-hmm. Man, they came through, let us use their speakers. We had okay. to plug the phone up <laughs> and start the shows off the phone. Man, it was crazy. It was crazy, dude. But wow. um, we ended up one of the DJs ended up finishing a set and then just bringing this stuff over. Okay, we really got that thing pumping and jumping. We had um. We had some a bunch of media outlets come out because they just seen what we had going. Like it was right. just turn. One of my partners bought like a ton of hookahs. He had just started his hookah business. Uh-huh. So we had the whole little carpet outside. Like we it was an outdoor lounge. And it was just turned, bro. Like the the owner of the Jamaican spot just started catering food and shit. Like it was, mm-hmm. man, it was the groove. Oh so, man. That's that's crazy, but that but hey, yeah. it turned out to, to work itself out. I like that. Yeah, man, it did. It did, bro. It was stressful though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, cause if we calling him at two, he like, oh yeah, man. The GPS say I'm seven miles away, and I'm like, bro, seven miles in this south by southwest traffic is long. Right. right. And he ended up not even showing up, man. But uh, it, it turned out all right, though. Like, what happened with him? <laughs> yeah, man. So, how did you come up with the title? Gordon Ramsay of the ghetto. That that creative, but how'd you come up with that? Oh man, because I told you I love food, man. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like real particular about, you know what I'm saying, the ingredients you use. It's the mm-hmm. little things, man, the accoutrements that turn a, a meal into something I ate to something excellent. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you see Gordon Ramsay, like he he throwing plates away just for the 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 sauce drills of not being right. You right. know what I'm saying? Or they use the wrong type of oil to cook the food in and all uh-huh. the specifics. So that's why I sound the Gordon Ramsay at the ghetto because I 
it's the little things that I do that make the hood shit excellent. You know okay. Okay. Do you have a favorite dish that you like to make? Oh man, I don't really have a favorite because I just like to try different things. Um, some of the cool stuff I've done recently was some calamari tacos. I cut the squid up myself. What? Busted down. Uh, the stuffed calamite because they give you so much squid uh-huh. when you buy it. So I made two dishes out of it. I did the calamari tacos and I did the stuffed calamite, which is basically a stuffed squid mm-hmm. with some pasta, a mm-hmm. squidding pasta. Um, I did a whole leg of lamb. I did like a stone ground um, and herb crust on it. Uh-huh. Threw it on the grill. Perfect. Um, what else I've done? Recently, that was pretty good. Oh, sear, I eat tuna steak mm. with a pepper crust. Mm. So the whole um, peppercorns, crushed them, put them on top of a thin layer of mustard, seared it. I made a fish oil sauce to go with it, uh, wasabi mashed potatoes, bok choy, delicious. Oh, that sounds good. I ain't gonna fright. I ain't gonna hold you, but that sounds yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so has like so last year we was all you know well not to say that we ain't doing this like today and everything with you know in the world but um the pandemic did it ever really affect like you releasing any type of music or did it help you out when uh, when the pandemic happened? Um, it put a stop to the stuff that I wanted to do. It really put a stop to just the marketing and promoting okay. the music. Okay, like recording it didn't really stop that. Um, okay, I got a studio at the crib. Like I got my mic and shit. You know, right oh. here. All right, so, so, so you know, you stay busy. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So I can record, but it was really just like getting out. You know what I'm saying? Being mm-hmm. outside is a part of the music. Um, okay. The recording is is the easy part, but going out, meeting DJs, doing shows, you know, linking up with people, actually networking outside mm-hmm. of the internet. You know, because I'm I'm not a big internet guy. Um, <laughs> I'm on social medias and I try to interact, right. but I don't have it down. I'm better in person. You know, I'm I'm more of a let's smoke a cigar, let's kick it, do whatever you want to do and chop it up that way. I'm I old like school that. in that yeah. sense. I got but, um, but yeah, man, it didn't stop the creativity, but it did kind of stop like the push. Okay. You know I'm what I'm saying? So now I'm actually I'm gonna ask you a two-parter on this one. Um mm-hmm. how how did you link up with uh doing big with beat king and then also do you have another co- dream collaboration that you want to have in the near future so big so i came up with big because one of my partners was like bro you need to make a song for fat niggas <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like we had always talked about it you know what i'm saying but it was like man you got to do it bro it's time for you to do it mm-hmm. so originally i was like okay i'm gonna have b king make the beat fat nigga making the beat then I'm gonna get Maxo Cream on the song. And then I'm gonna try to get uh Young Martez on the song. Okay. So boom, beat made by a big nigga because I thought getting a beat from him would be cheaper than the verse. Right. And this was before then Leave had blew up. I think I reached out to him in like June of um last year. Okay. And he didn't get back to me. And it was like, man, I need, I had the hook in my head. I like, bro, I need this beat. So I um, reached out to June James, mm-hmm. who's a, a super producer from the H. Shout out to him. He showed love. And, you know, he look out for boys with budgets. 
and um, tapped in with him, and he ended up making a beat. And literally the next day, B King responded back mm-hmm. and was like, "Okay, I'll make it." But I like, "Should I need the verse now? Nah, I don't really need the beat." <laughs> <laughs> so um, he was like, "Bet." He did the verse. Martez and Maxo didn't hit me back fast enough, and I was just anxious to put the shit out. Right. So then we recorded it, got it laid at Wild Rose Studios. My boy Yeti mixed us up, and we was ready to rock and roll. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and did you have a dream collaboration that you ever you know, want to work with? Yeah, man. Uh, Rick Ross, right? That'd be good. I mean, I know he's going to pick a fire beat. The production going to be crazy. Yeah. You know, and then we could just talk about cool shit, expressive right. shit, you know, okay. tasteful. I like that. I like that. Do you have a favorite verse that, you, um, that you've done so far? Favorite verse? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I probably have to say I did a song with my boy EJ. Okay. We had released it on SoundCloud, but I think we're going to re-release it. Um, it's, oh man, what did we name the song? Game Spitter 4. He did like these series of Game Spitter okay. songs. And so I was on Game Spitter 4 on the hook and on the verse, and that was probably my favorite verse. All right, all right. And yeah, I should yeah. check that one. because I, I don't think I've listened to that one yet, but I definitely should check that one out. Yeah. Um, so I do. I can spit the verse for you if you want to hear it. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Just to be so. Big J, Rizzo, I've been a vet. Lapping niggas who ain't finished yet. Touching souls, do you feel it yet? When your mind and body start to intersect, you tend to interject and fuck up the vibe. All mm. y'all niggas be gassed to ride till I grab a pump. Now you petrified. My flow's sicker than a petri dish, and my bitch is thicker than a chicken dinner with an extra side. Press my clothes and I'm pressed with time and don't be pressing hoes that want to press my line. Cause in the bed is hammer time and I'm tool man. Tim Allen on the night like I'm Jimmy Fallon. You off kill till you lack balance. I got a 45 and that's a perfect angle. A doop doop will make your body dangle. You will feel a danger. These okay. things stranger. No Netflix, no sci-fi. This is real life and that's a drive-by. You better duck down. Peeking up now you getting crowned. Yankee Doodle came into town rocking pinstripes like a Bronx bomber, but I'm Verlander when he on the mile. Throwing heat, you better hose him down. Rocking Yeezys, now your soul is bound like track 10. I'm the reason they packed in to see the dog ball like I'm Nate Robb in the pack 10. Mm. Okay, okay. I like that one. That probably is going to be from from my part. Probably is one from me. I like that. Um, So going back to Big for a second. Now, I did like the video. Mm-hmm. So the creative process, because, I, yo, I have to say, like, I like, you know, what the song is talking about and then how you, yeah. you know, be able, was able to, like, incorporate the plus size model. So tell me about how the creative process came up for that. So, yeah, the whole idea of Big is to, like, um, shine on, like, doing everything Big. Like, Big ain't just wild. It's, it's sexy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's... It's pretty. It's cool. It's, you know, it's on some dope shit. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, we got to do a fashion show, right? Because mm-hmm. I want to be able to, like, show the women, like, shoot, you know, we all like big. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, don't, it ain't just in the niggas that's, you know, the baller bellies and all that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I wanted to show that that big could be classy. It could be sexy and all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, um, do you have any type of like studio rituals before you record anything like that? 
Um, really, man, I, I take my time. So mm-hmm. before I even get to the studio, I'm already knowing the song by heart. Okay. I, I like to go in and just knock it out, <clears throat> like as opposed to when I'm recording at home. So the first thing I do in my creative process is get how I want to say something, right? Right. So like I won't even think about the lyrics until I figure out how I'm gonna come on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause like the delivery on big is totally different from the delivery for that verse I just did. Right. Right. So, you know, I I hit a beat, I marinate on it a little bit, and then I figure out how I want to sound. Okay. Then after that, the words kind of come easy. I place things in. I like to tie my next lines together. I usually do two to three lines of either rhyme or related things. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to rhyme that, I rhyme that, hat, cat, and then I'll switch it up. Or if I want to talk about cars, I say something about dodging in the charger and skirting off, you know, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. So uh, let me ask you this last thing. Because over here mm-hmm. for Access Code, you know, a lot of times people will have, you know, five, 10 or five years, 10 years. What do you see yourself yeah. in two years? Two years, um, doing more writing and working with um, another artist, bringing mm-hmm. them on. Like right now, I'm learning this independent game. Right. So taking myself through it, getting all of the bumps and bruises. So that way, when I get another artist, I can bring them through it a lot easier. And so, okay. yeah, two years, I see myself bringing along another artist and developing the sound and all of that good stuff, writing. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Big J Rizzle, I do appreciate you being part of the podcast and thanks for reaching out and everything like that. Um, definitely, you know, I'm going to be playing uh, some music for the pod. So for the people that don't know you, we're going to, you know, go ahead and get them familiar. But also with that being said, go ahead and plug your socials and anything that you're working on. Just let everybody know. Alrighty, man. I'm Big J Rizzle on everything. B-I-G-J-Y-R-I-Z-Z-L-E. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter. You can type that into the Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, all of that, and everything will come up that I got out, YouTube, all that good stuff. All right. Big J Rizzle. Right. J Rizzle, Big J Rizzle. Thank you once again for being part of the podcast, and we'll go ahead and get to the next segment, everybody. Thank you once again to Big J Rizzle for being part of the podcast, and I enjoyed the conversation with your brother. But everybody, let's go and get into it. Now, I realize today's not Tuesday, so I can't do two for Tuesdays, but we're going to still give you two. So let's call this Big J on Thursday. All right, I'm going to start off with a song that I first, when I first heard of him, it's called Big featuring Beat King. So let's get on to it, everybody. Beep. 
wanna chop it up when I'm with my bitch, she reckless. I had to cut her off, no FaceTime, no texting. I gave her good D, now she pressing. Uh, no, it's big in Texas. No, it's small in that Lexus. So I pulled out that lat. No, it's room in that back. Double cut with that act. Going all in my ass. Spend a band on her weed. Couple hundred on lashes. Go yard, high fashion. Throw it back and I catch it. Ooh. Yo, for everybody, check out the video. It's a cool concept video. Everything, y'all check it out right now. It's on YouTube. Big, Big J Rizzle, Beat King. So check it out. All right, we're going to go ahead and do one more song I'm about to play for y'all. It's called Bust It featuring Fee, the MC. Ain't no time to romance, ain't no time to cuddle up, ain't no time to hold hands She know when she bang my line, I come through and bust a dime And I put my back in it, and she scream another rhyme Ooh, coulda made a tap out, but ain't no fun in it I chain her up to the bed, and I put my tongue in it I'm cooking that chef and I plate her, I'm serving her up like a waiter I grew out the beer for the flavor, lick on the nine, taste on it later Fresh off of work, got home in the evening Straight to the bed, skipping the shower Don't wash off the season Ooh, Damn right you know I'm nasty You ain't even gotta ask me Grip on the tits, rub on the clit And put my face in the ass cheek Ooh, I'm tryna bust no cuddling I'm tryna bust no cuddling I'm tryna bust no cuddling Ooh, ooh, ooh I'm tryna bust no cuddling I'm tryna bust no cuddling I'm tryna bust no cuddling Ooh, ooh, ooh I'm getting straight to the business Ain't no time for broke man Ain't no time to cut a look Pulling me closer, I rock the dick like a new roller coaster. Pussy too wet, call me soaker. Yeah. This pussy grip tag, 
Time to Big J Rizzle for this exclusive episode for a bonus episode I came out with this week. Everybody, um, I realized that it's five weeks in August and I gave y'all six episodes, so I got to get my flowers at one point. Everybody, um, those songs that, that have been played on this week's podcast will be featured on my Access Code Pod playlist. Um, just go to Apple Music, search either Cody Thomas or Access Code Pod. It should come up. So all of those, plus the previous songs I've played on my pod so far. So check it out. Y'all, for real, go ahead and follow your boy on that. And speaking of following, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at Access Code Pod. And music artists out there, if you want that two for Tuesdays feature, you know, just hit brother up. I really want to enjoy your song. So let's just hope it's fire. And hey. Who knows? You might even get an interview just like Big J did. Get on the show and everything like that. And everybody else, just follow me. I've already mentioned that and everything. Rate, review, subscribe to my podcast. I'm on Apple. I'm on Spotify as well as Podbean and everything. Um, Hey, even though it's a bonus episode, I'm going to make sure I tell you guys. I love you guys very much. Thank you once again for tuning in to this week's episode. Fly pod. Yeah. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs>